0: Welcome to Basketball Party Season Two, Episode Twenty Five. I'm Aaron M. Routsen in Los Angeles, California, and with me,
1: Kim Houston from Louisville, Kentucky.
0: All right. So it's beginning to look a lot
1: like Christmas. I mean, yeah, it's we're we're on ramping to Christmas right now. Thanksgiving's <laughs> like soon. The eternal on
0: ramp to Christmas, which yeah, uh,
1: I. Someone told me that Christmas Ale is already out in Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. Someone send it to me. Someone send it to me. Um, Well, I mean, no. And then because I saw another related, so West 6th, which is in Lexington, their Christmas Ale is already out apparently too. And I saw that and I was like, but what about Great Lakes? Oh, it's out. It's out there. What's
0: crazy to me is I was like, didn't we just get through Halloween? Like, don't you gotta burn through more of that pumpkin beer before you? Uh, all right, whatever. I guess it's Christmas now. So,
1: I mean, I don't know. I feel like we're starting so early now. I think I got my fill of the, you know, the fall pumpkin beer. Yeah. Like, late September. Okay. You've, you were already,
0: you were at capacity.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean. They
0: probably re- release pumpkin beer in, like, August.
1: Yeah. It, I, the releases keep getting earlier and earlier and earlier. I don't know. So, it's just, it, so we're now having Christmas ales, Christmas beers now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's. Okay, whatever. I don't understand anything anymore, but... I mean, I don't
1: know. Like, give me that Great Lakes blackout fuel, please. (laughs) Yeah, that's... uh, Yeah,
0: actually, the reason (laughs) I found out about that it was out was because someone texted me to tell me that someone that she had been dating had... who was not from Cleveland had three of them and was like, why am I so drunk?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whoops! (laughs) Whoops! Welcome to yeah, Cleveland. Like Welcome Christmas, to Cleveland, my man. Yeah, Cle- <laughs> the uh, the Great Lakes Christmas ale definitely has a bit of a bite to it's, it, but it's hands down my favorite favorite Christmas beer. Although I, I am uh, excited for the West Sixth because I I love their beers. Keeping it local. We need yep, keeping it local. We need a Shout- sponsor.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hey,
1: <laughs> West 6th Brewing Company in Lexington, Kentucky. If you would like to through this podcast, let us know. Yeah, us know. no, I'd be you out. You could, I'd
0: be so excited. Could a, you could do a commercial for them, like that Mozgov one from last season.
1: <laughs> do you like to drink beer? <laughs>
0: be good get this weak stuff out of here that's what you can yeah. say on the commercial
1: <laughs> get this weak stuff
0: out of here yeah that'd be great West
1: six is the only beer for you yeah,
0: it's my second home <laughs> attractive people whatever all that stuff was you could totally do it oh yeah um so anyway this is a podcast about basketball
1: mm-hmm. uh, um beer so is just secondary beer
0: is secondary but uh yeah christmas jerseys are out
1: or previewed anyway yeah no and can I just say, they're looking good. The NBA must have heard our podcast from last year
0: when we slagged the ones they released.
1: It was basically 45 minutes of us bitching about those jerseys. <laughs> hey,
0: you know, I have opinions.
1: Um, yeah, they look good this year.
0: They're, they're uh, minimalist while being festive, Mhm. Picked that nice script type face? Yeah, that
1: I think that's actually my favorite part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, nice.
0: Which I mean, that kind of stuff is like very trendy right now, like that kind of retro, so that was I think the right move by the NBA. Which is and then, also,
1: rare. I like that they didn't try to go for obnoxious colors. Because mm-hmm. that's been another downfall of the jerseys in the past to me. Yeah, oh just yeah. Just like, all of a sudden, it's just like, why is this kind of green here? Yeah, like if you were watching Celtics
0: Cavs, and like, the Celtics are wearing that green, and the Cavs are wearing the mustard yellow, and it's just like... Yeah, and it's just like your eyes are crossing. Yeah, i just like, ugh. I'm watching like an arcade game from the 80s. um so yeah i think they look nice i um i have to say it hurts me to say this a little bit i mean obviously Mm. i love the Cavs ones duh but uh i really like the warriors ones
1: no i mean i like them too i think it's the Cavs, the thunder and the warriors ones are the ones that i like the best i think it just and and i think it just goes back to that they didn't try to go crazy with the color palette again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the font and it actually has a last name on the back instead of a first name.
0: Yeah, that was, I'm really glad we're getting away from the
1: hanging a stocking approach to the Jersey this year. That's great. Um, Well, and I don't know. and, And I think that's a really good point that you bring up because it's just like, I think the, the jerseys the past few years have been so gimmicky that mm-hmm. that's why they didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like I, remember, like Christmas T-shirt jerseys, uh, like uh, skin tight. You thought that uh, you know, old Dwight Howard was just going to rip out of his at uh, any given second, which would have been gross. Yeah,
0: that. Oh, just that mental image hurts me. You're um, welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, listening, listening audience. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. Uh, I think that, yeah, I mean, I have a personal issue with the very tight jerseys. It is it is pervasive in professional soccer. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like a whole, you know, nipple alert section on men and blazers because of <laughs> the tight. It started during World
1: Love Cup. Love you, Raj. started
0: during World Cup where, like, I, Uruguay's jerseys were so tight that I was just like, I'm uncomfortable. Like. Yes. Yes. Jeez. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy to get away from the very tight sleeve jerseys. Um, now and again, the sleeves are fine, but like everybody, I don't know. It's just not, it's not great. Not great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the colorways are nice. The simple colorways, I think. Thank you, my I, my corneas. Thank you, <laughs> NBA. Yeah, it
1: doesn't look like anyone's going to steal Christmas. No, oh no, that's like those neon. I, I felt like they were neon. Maybe I'm misspeaking, but in our in 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 our minds, they probably
0: were. Remember the um, the Spurs ones that looked like jammies because they were like that silvery gray.
1: Yes, yes. Mm, jammies, so many jammies. <laughs> the Manu Manu Ginobili pajama party. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh,
1: Manu Ginobili pa- pajama party. I wish it existed. It someday. Someday, maybe when he retires, and that'll be like his variety show. I'd watch it. Oh, <laughs> so would I. I'd watch it. God, yeah, because he would just get all of the best international. Mm-hmm. Sp- I don't know, everyone, everyone. Yeah. I yes, it they would could be perfect. Have, they could have
0: Mark sing the theme song.
1: Mm-hmm. You know Mark song.
0: <laughs> Here he comes now. It's Manu Ginobili. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know why the pilot
0: for this doesn't already exist, but
1: I, I think we just need to. Uh, Write it and pitch it to Manu Ginobili. Yeah,
0: yeah. If anyone has his contact info, let us know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Tweet at him.
0: Um, we should do that. We should tweet at him and see if he wants to be start that variety show with us.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think it would be great. And because <laughs> he speaks so many languages, I think it would be great because, I mean, I think we could get on Telemundo in a second. Oh, yeah. Not a problem. Especially now that I hear that uh um Sabado Gigante is going away. What? Yeah. <gasps> I know. I, I, I hurt too when I found out about it. How could you get rid of Sabado Gigante? That's
0: like a that's that's in that's mm-hmm. so sad to me. It's like the end
1: of an era. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, that's sad. Yeah, so I but I feel like now
0: there's a place for managing nobody's pajama like, party.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. You read my
0: mind. When one door closes, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so,
1: put <laughs> that aside. That great that idea aside. aside. No, um, but while we're talking about jerseys, um, we I talking about the socks. Oh, sorry, sorry. The socks, dude. The socks. Yeah, y- you were about the socks. They're cute.
0: I was also about that ugly Cavs Christmas sweater last year, though, if you if you
1: recall. It's true. I mean, I think I know someone who actually got that Cavs ugly sweater. Oh, jealous of that person. But yeah, I mm-hmm.
0: I thought the socks were cute. You
1: know, are they wearing the socks during the game? Is that part of the thing? I don't know. I mean, I hope so. Wouldn't that be fun? But Although, I think that that would also be extremely sweaty. Oh, yeah. Like, if you think about it. Maybe they're made out of
0: that, like, Adidas climate cool stuff, though, and we just don't know it.
1: Oh, well, maybe they're making climate cool socks like that. That would be chill, but I don't... Literally. Literally. Get it! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, we'll see. We'll see what Santa... What Santa brings to us
1: on Christmas. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll get a pair of socks for myself. Who knows? Maybe I'll get a Husky children's jersey. Ah, yes. Do you feel like... I don't know. I
0: feel like a few years ago we were, like, super hyped for the Christmas Day games. Mm -hmm. I feel
1: less hyped about them anymore. Um. Or are we still hyped? I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I kind of feel like it all depends on who is announced to be playing. Yeah. Yeah. On Christmas. Um... I don't know I still my mom gets really excited about it yeah so like because it's something for like my mom and I to do so yeah she'll be I I mean she'll just be so excited that the Warriors are playing and because my I gave that Wheaties box to my mom like I, I didn't even open it I just like gave a box of Wheaties to my mom so she can sell it on eBay, like, in 20 years. No, not even to sell it on eBay. She's like, oh, I like Wheaties. I'll have a banana with them. I <laughs> like I like Wheaties and also gazing at Steph Curry's disgusting mustache. I love it. I mean, you know, Steph Curry is unquestionably my mom's favorite player. Ugh. What happened to her thing for Blake Griffin? I mean, she still loves Blake, too, but, like, I feel like,
0: uh, you know...
1: It, it, it's been trumped by for the love of Steph. Steph. Yeah. Mm. My mom loves those West Coast teams, you know, dude. Ugh. She's Steph like worried. ride or die for Clippers and the Warriors. Well, that's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <Yeah>.
0: um, <laughs> uh, I feel, well, I feel like the Christmas we were most amped was the Christmas that NBA came back.
1: Oh well of course, because that was just the magical Christmas. Yeah. That was where we actually got what we asked Santa for. Mm-hmm. Dear Santa.
0: Dear Santa, bring me back. Remember when we almost watched hockey? Remember think about how different things could have been.
1: I mean Hockey yeah. Party.
0: Hockey party doesn't have the same ring to it, I guess.
1: Hockey party. Hockey I party.
0: Think- yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No. No. Um Yeah. So we'll see what happens on Christmas. See what sock mm-hmm. people bring a strong sock
1: game or not. I guess we'll find out. Um, I mean that is very popular now is are these fancy, fancy socks. Fancy stuff. So much fancy yeah. stuff going on. Mm-hmm.
0: Um so I know we wanted to talk about uh Kobe Bryant's latest comments yeah Uh, Kobe continue to fascinate me he's Um, a forever liker he bleeds purple and gold I don't know if you read that but he does Mm. bleeds purple and gold he needs to get that checked out yeah yeah, well I guess that's what happens when you get the blood of children shot into your veins in Germany or whatever
1: um I mean I feel like that's that That sounds like it would be a plot on American horror story mm. like um Kobe Bryant getting the blood transfusions from like children, yeah, to keep him alive. Yeah, he well, might be on the this most recent season. I've been watching the most recent season of uh, American Horror Story, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's supposed to take place in Los Angeles. So wow. I, I'm just may, I, maybe Kobe is going to show up. Yeah, maybe he's doing a secret cameo that no one else knows about. Um, <laughs> I just like that they.
0: So you know, his contract is up at the end of this season, and I love that. You know, he said he's never going to play for any team but the Lakers. But I love that, you know, I think I was reading it in, like, USA Today or something. Mm-hmm. And I love that they went to Phil Jackson for comment. Mm. You know. You any- that
1: that's the most uh, – he's got a pulse on what's happening in L.A. all the way from New York City. I mean, he probably does because it's Phil. And mm-hmm. granted, I mean,
0: Phil is probably one of the people who – you know, in a way was closest to Kobe during a very important time, but also a person to your point who is involved
1: with a totally different organization now. So. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of what makes it, I don't know, a little unsavory is not the correct word. I, I believe
0: the word you called it was trolling, but y- yeah, yeah.
1: It, it definitely is because it's just okay, so a person who is clearly beyond their prime, yeah, and they're having their coach who doesn't coach him anymore, who no. is now <laughs> the leader of a completely different basketball organization. It's just what what it what's supposed to happen here,
0: yeah, I just love that Phil was like, you know. I don't think this is his last season in the NBA, but I think it is his last season with the Lakers.
1: Shots fired! Like, dang, dude. Uh, uh, To me, it's so boring. Like, I... Kobe was always... He's one of the greats. He'll go down as one of the greats forever. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't think anyone questions that. No, and, and the... The whole Jordan-Kobe thing, I think that's a moot point. Yeah. Because of LeBron. I don't know. Like, those kind of arguments, and we've talked about it before, always kind of annoy me in a way. Yeah. (laughs) But, I don't know. I feel like if he... The only reason he would sign another contract anywhere, or even with the Lakers, is because he feels like he just doesn't have enough money. Like, if he... (laughs) Is that for the love of the game, Kim? I mean, it could be for the love of the game, but you know what? If he really cares about the game and if he cares about the Los Angeles Lakers as much as he says he does, then if you're... I mean, it's like clown car basketball.
0: Yeah, I believe the term that we use most, most commonly is
1: a garbage fire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, things are not right with no. the purple and gold. No. So, wh- okay, so why not say, okay. I, I should step aside. I should step aside, we should rebuild, like, because guess what, rebuilding does not happen. it re- rebuilding for Los Angeles isn't going to happen around Kobe Bryant. No. And anyone who thinks that, I don't know if I trust your judgment. Delusional. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Cause now that I live in Southern California, I meet a lot of Lakers fans mm-hmm. and like, I, it's one thing to like live in Cleveland and be a Lakers fan, but it's another thing to like be from here and be a Lakers fan and have grown mm-hmm. up with this team or whatever. And I will tell you, so many of them have told me they just do not know what to do with themselves. And we kind of touched on this last week, where Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel bad, in a way, for dynasties when this happens, because they just just don't know what to do. They can't fathom being bad for any stretch of time.
1: But... I mean, I, I mean... I don't know. I feel like I understand that to, like, a certain extent because I grew up loving Indiana basketball. It's collegiate, but it was a dynasty, and then it was not a dynasty for a long time. (laughs) And and it continues to not be a dynasty now. Right. Right. They fall, Um, man. They fall. They fall. But I, I don't know. Like, that doesn't mean I stop. I ever stopped loving my team. Yeah, and it never meant that. Just okay, and we've talked about how unsentimental I am. Right, right. Just rebuilds. Fire the coach. Like, let's. <laughs> do what we need to do. Dude, like, no, fire and, the and, coach. And I'm only saying fire the coach in the specific instance of uh, Indiana right now. Oh. Not, not with uh, no. Because firing the coach in LA is not going to solve anything. Like Come that's on. not going to immediately improve the roster. Disappointed dad, Byron Scott. You can't fire him. No,
0: no. Who would stand on the sidelines looking disappointed, no matter what happens?
1: Oh man, you know, you know, I love a good disappointed dad move. It's got to be hard for Byron Scott to like have <laughs> finally realized the dream.
0: He's, mm-hmm. like, coaching the team that he played for, and, you know, he's back in L.A., and then the team just sucks beyond belief. Man.
1: I mean, I, I a dream is a dream, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You're living it. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I'm i amazed they, they managed to beat the 0-7 and Nets the other night oh man i know last week we talked about like the east getting more competitive
1: yeah i
0: don't know dude i (laughs) have the nets officially been sold yet uh is has mikhail prokhorov gotten married yet um (laughs) right i feel like we still this is the last year on that bet i thought Mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I don't know what's... Uh, now that I like don't live there anymore and feel absolutely no need to keep up with that organization, I don't really know what's going on over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, man, zero and seven. How many goose eggs... We were talking about this before. How many goose mm-hmm. eggs are there right now? Uh... It's, and it's... Well, with the exception of the Sixers, oh, and six. It's playoff teams.
1: Yeah, so New Orleans is 0-6, and and it's Brooklyn 0-7, Philadelphia 0-6. Man. I mean, I've been there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, well, and again, like I said, this has been uh, the most successful season out for the Pistons in – just gonna go 81 and one. 81 and
0: one.
1: Right? Just going for it. We're doing it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I so for like in, in that specific instance, I don't know that alarm bells need to be ringing, mm-hmm. But I don't know. They're also not going to make the playoffs. The Nets? Yeah, the Nets yeah. are not. Making the playoffs. Yeah, they... uh Pelicans are probably not making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, the Nets, uh, I saw that the Nets getting a D-League team, and I was like, uh, <laughs> isn't that team already the D-League team as, as the way things are going <laughs> right now? I don't know. Um, yeah, I... I mean, I I think the Nets have been middling at best... I couldn't even tell you, with the exception of Darren Williams, who plays for the Nets. Unknown. <laughs> I'm like Charles Barkley in the Who He Play For segment that I watched on Inside the NBA. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even begin to tell you who plays for the Nets. A team that I watched pretty closely for three years. No idea.
1: Could you name a Nets player that isn't Darren Williams? Uh, uh, I don't think I could name any of them. Yeah, yeah, that's and and I think that goes back to my level of caring for them. True. I don't... Yeah.
0: Well, doesn't it oh, even seem like there's much they were to going care to be about. The next big thing. Yeah, that's what was it like a guaranteed championship in five years or whatever? Hmm. I just. Like nothing doing from that, or nothing, and clearly mm-hmm. nothing right now. I mean, you have the inverse of the Warriors' record, basically. <laughs> cool news. Yeah. Someone told me last night that they think the that they think the Warriors are going to go eighty two and zero this season.
1: Um, I I think that's probably just from not. I I think that's statistically unlikely. <laughs> uh yeah. I would have to say yeah. But, you know, cuz people need to rest and, you know, it just you know, they'll be bored somewhere probably like in New Orleans or you know, who else? You know, wherever else and just like, yeah. All right.
0: Let's take a dive.
1: One. Let's take a dive. Let's give the the fans what they want. Eighty one and one. Um,
0: yeah, I. I mean, it's it's something like like I said when we talked about it last. I mean, it's amazing basketball. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't make me as a Cavaliers fan very jazzed,
1: but mm-hmm. I mean, it's good basketball, and I think that um, the long. The longer that they can keep it going, like, I think it's great. It's just... Um, Statistically,
0: you think it's an impossibility?
1: Yeah, and and um, I guess I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. It's... Um, I don't know, because the the Warriors are the defending champions, so... Are they really so they're playing really hard straight out of the gate? Mm-hmm. Um how long is this really feasible? Number one. Right. Because injuries happen. Right. The sustainability
0: factor yeah. is always yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, We'll see what happens. Um, see what uh, that's all you can do. Speaking yeah. of injuries,
1: mm-hmm. you had
0: you had a good you had an interesting injury report that surfaced this week. Yeah.
1: So um, I guess it's uh, Gerald Green mm-hmm. from the Miami Heat.
0: Heat, Celtics. Who does who he play for?
1: Yeah, no, he he definitely plays for uh, the Miami Heat, and uh, he's apparently safe and healthy um, after he was hospitalized for a still undisclosed reason. Mm. Okay. Undisclosed reason, basically, is that the Miami police and fire were called to Green's condo early Wednesday, so after a nine one call mm-hmm. that described Green as bleeding and passed out in front of his condo. Ooh. And so yeah, there's not uh that's that's kind of about it in terms of the The vague injury report. Yeah, the super vague injury report. Hmm. Right? I mean, I don't know. Doesn't that just kind of like sound like a stabbing? It's something violent, clearly. The popos. The popos involved. You're just passed out and bleeding?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah,
1: that's weird. Um, Super weird. But, and in another kind of, um, I don't know, I thought this was interesting. So, the Thunder-Bulls matchup, Mm -hmm. uh, that was the first time that Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook went head-to-head in a game together in five years. That's i mean the thing is
0: it's crazy but then if you think about like their individual injury histories you're like well i could see how that could happen yeah it it just it's it sounds so nuts yeah yeah you know what's also nuts Hmm. derrick rose in that face
1: mask dude i'm scared i can't Maybe he's just doing it for Halloween. He looks...
0: Halloween is over. He looks like the predator. I'm scared.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I cannot deal with this. It, it's... Okay, it's not a good look. <laughs> we can all agree, not a good look. It's not a good look. Um, it, Yeah, it's just definitely not a good look. And, uh, you know... I don't know, but who really, in terms of face masks, who wore it best? Who did? I mean, personally, I always think it was Rip Hamilton. Yeah, I mean... But I might be a homer because I'm going for, like, the Pistons Of angle. course,
0: of course. That would be if I was, like, Kyrie Irving. Like, definitely not the person who wore it best. Um, although, I mean,
1: I don't know, I feel like this could be an interactive moment. yeah. Well, who, I, who do you think wore it best? Who, tell listeners? us who wore the face mask best. Didn't Kyrie
0: have that black one, though? That, like, scary one? Or was that Kobe? It sounds uh, like a Kobe. It sounds like a Kobe move. I mean, a lot of people have worn the face mask. Right, because people get hit in the face a lot. Kobe, Kyrie. There was that time that, like, everyone on the Cavs was wearing a face mask, basically, at the same time. Yeah. Um rip uh yeah who else has worn the face mask trying to think recent memory yeah um i feel like there's some hawks players that wore have worn the face mask.
1: oh yeah wait
0: kirk heinrich's worn the face mask right oh
1: kirk heinrich yes
0: he's definitely yeah no he
1: definitely not wear it best
0: no (laughs) no um yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people have worn the face mask. But I have to say, Derek Rose is mm-hmm. terrifying in it. It's so scary. I don't like it. I was like, I don't think I can watch the bulls till this situation is is fixed. Mmm. It's too much. Or I need like one of those face scramblers to come on his face every time <laughs> he gets on the court because I can't I can't deal with it.
1: Wait, is that a thing?
0: No, you know, like when you watch unsolved mysteries and the, like they have to hide or like cops you have to hide someone's identity and like um
1: they scramble their face, you know. Uh, oh yeah, I did watch unsolved mysteries as a child. Yeah. Didn't we all? Didn't we all? Didn't Robert Stack put the fear of God into you? By You're
0: gonna you're gonna get stole. You're gonna get stole. You're gonna get stole. <laughs> And they're never going to solve it. Mm-hmm. Like, think about how terrifying that show was to grow up with.
1: Pretty scary. I'm like, it's the scary whole show that Robert Stack was doing it, because his kid got stolen. Right, which, that's a very, you know, mm-hmm. that's a, um,
0: uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, I mean an altruistic way to you know approach mm-hmm. it. i mean granted he was getting paid to host that tv show but
1: mm-hmm. still um he was working through it
0: yes yeah but i mean what a terrifying sh- i mean i wonder how many i've never done the research on unsolved mysteries how mm-hmm. many of the mysteries got solved as a result of that show because you know sometimes they would have the updates and they would be like oh yeah this one you may remember blah blah mm-hmm. you know I wonder what the success rate was of Unsolved Mysteries, I guess is what I'm saying here.
1: Yeah, like total, like the entire however many seasons it was on, how many mysteries got solved. Yeah, yeah, as a result of that show. But yeah, it was scary.
0: Yeah, I mean. Interactive moment, if you know. (laughs) Do you know? But think about it. Like, (laughs) I feel like, and this might be true now, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like when we were growing up, Kidnapping was, like, a thing that happened
1: all the time, right? No, I feel like kidnapping still happens all the time, but I don't think that there's just, like, that fervent fear anymore. Okay. Okay. Or it's just, like, we've moved on to different kinds of fear. Yeah. New fears are trending, so... Yeah, like, new new fears are trending, like, oh, me not paying attention to my kid and you know, the basket while it's while I'm at the grocery store and it being snatched by some crazy person. Yeah. Is not as high as, you know, getting shot by a cop. (laughs) Being shot by a cop or your twelve or thirteen year old being like sexting with someone who's like seventy and (laughs) has like That's not funny and I shouldn't
0: be laughing, but yeah. Yeah fears have changed
1: yeah like times have changed it's it's a less simpler time
0: yeah that's true but yeah I really I I don't know I still feel like kidnappings were like the thing
1: yeah I mean they've really been big since the 20s
0: yeah that's true the 1920s Lindbergh baby yeah yeah I
1: don't know. They like took them away.
0: I also, I mean, and this is probably not true. This is my amateur. But I kind of feel like in some ways, because there's so much, you can so easily take a picture of something and send it. And, like, there's mm-hmm. video cameras everywhere. I feel like you got to be a little more wily to pull off a kidnapping now than you used to. Oh, yeah. Pre-internet, the kid- kidnappings could just go, you know, you could go bump. But now I feel like it's harder to pull off. And no one should be doing it anyway, but you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Basketball party <laughs> Anyway. Don't anyway, me.
0: Derek Rose's face mask. I don't like it. I think yeah, it's Yeah, it's terrible. I think it's terrible. I agree.
1: Like I I feel like it it's not flattering for him and no. he is like the bottom rung. There's of who wore it best? In yeah, terms, uh, yeah. Face the mask. face
0: masks. There's so much with Derrick Rose. There's always so much, you know, so much sacrifice. Either he's not playing, and you don't get to watch him play at all, or he is playing, but he has this terrifying face mask on, and you don't even want to watch. <laughs> the world, the world is so unfair. That's true. Think about it. Think about you know? it.
1: But you know it's pure and wonderful. What? Indiana basketball. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to this earlier during the jersey discussion, so yeah, we gotta circle and, and back.
1: I'll make it brief. I'll make it brief. It's okay. This is a this is a this is a trust tree. It's a trust tree. I. But yeah, no, I am loving the uh, jerseys. And they're custom for the 30th anniversary of the movie Hoosiers. I, I wish you could see my face right now, because I'm just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, no, just let me have it. <laughs> Hoosiers, 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 Hoosiers. Hoosiers, John Mellencamp, Small Towns. Jimmy Chitwood. Jimmy yeah. Chitwood, Jimmy Chitwood. I, um, I think
0: that there's a little... I think that some people have a difficulty accepting those jerseys as Pacers jerseys because they're mm-hmm. like, what is this?
1: Yeah, and, and it's just because they don't, those people do not grow up in Indiana. It's an Indiana <laughs> thing. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Like, it, but, but it kind of is because no matter whether you were, I don't know, growing up in Indiana, no matter if you were in IU person, or if you are a Purdue person, or like whatever, you could still get around the whole concept of Hoosiers, which was a movie that came out in 1986
0: mm-hmm. at a time where it, Unsolved Mysteries was probably running as well. Yeah,
1: rampant. You could have like snatched a kid out of a basket at you know your local grocery store. What a time! What a time. Um. But it—it it was mostly because it—it it would chronicle the story of a little tiny town that made good, and they won the entire state championship. So, um, um it, it's just this heartwarming story that transcends the colleges. It transcends like the NBA, but it's still definitely indiana basketball lore so i love that the pacers are wearing these hickory jerseys and they're like this kind of gold and the kind of crimson color and yeah no i i absolutely love it
0: are they available for purchase are you gonna buy one for yourself
1: mm, a teeth gritting emoji i may teeth. Mm.
0: yeah i that's i mean you feel so strongly about it i feel like I,
1: I mean i do i i I feel like you're denying yourself something. No, I, I probably will. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna buy myself one. But, uh, no, like I, in terms of the kind of uh, throwback jerseys or mm-hmm. the kind of, um, I don't know, because I, I feel like sometimes theme jerseys. Yeah, like I don't know, because sometimes it can be really hokey at times, and yes. maybe this is like. Straight up corn (laughs) and Indiana style makes sense because it's Indiana, so if it's straight up corn, like, all right, I get it, yeah. Um, but no, like, I I think it's great because it's celebrating basketball culture in a state where basketball culture is king, and I'm all about it. Like, I, I think that this was a big, you know. Two thumbs up to the NBA for le- acknowledging this because no, I think it's cool. Super homery. That was the homer Oops. report from. Yeah, Taylor that Smith. was that was the homer report. Um, um, do you have anything to say about Cleveland? Uh, well, we don't
0: we we don't have. Uh, I like that George Hill was like the Pacers are going Hollywood when they announced those jerseys. That it's weird to me because like I I understand like. What that means, mm-hmm. but I also was like, is that really the terminology
1: that? I mean, if it, if yeah, because they're not like all starring in a movie now. Yeah,
0: there. Re- the secret is the Pacers are really just remaking Hoosiers this season, and we just don't know it yet. That's Fingers crossed. Hopefully, like that's what they're doing. Yeah. That's they're, okay. That's why they're not playing as great as they should be because you know. <laughs>
1: Hey, I mean, they're, you know, they're at 500. They're at 500.
0: It's better than, you know, the Brooklyn Nets. Mm -hmm. Um, Congrats, everybody. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I like themed jerseys when they're done well. Obviously, we had our conversation about Christmas jerseys. I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, things can get... Things can get dicey very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that my fav- personal favorite theme jersey mm-hmm. that I own uh is my
1: New Orleans Mardi Gras jersey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that one's really cute. I'm kind of jealous of that one.
0: Yeah, that one is a buy. Uh that one is so fun.
1: Yeah, because you and Jane both have them. Yeah. Jane i'm always
0: I... like i'm jealous well you should have been there when jane and i went to see the at the time uh new orleans whatevers play the brooklyn nets mm-hmm. and uh we dressed as uh tony d so <laughs> uh we wore mustaches on our eyebrows so yep no it's perfect Dress as Anthony Davis night. Did not yeah. catch on at the Barclays Center, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Should have. Should have. It, it was great. Uh, but, yeah, I think those jerseys are really fun. Um, I don't – I mean, the Cavs don't really have uh, – the Cavs have the, like, throwback ones with my favorite logo, the 83 mm-hmm. logo, the blue and orange. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then we got into the dark times of the 90s, which is that, like, black and, like, periwinkle and orange. Ew. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. <sighs> Zadrunus Ilgauskas, he knows those uniforms very well. Um, yeah. It can, it like I said, it can go either way. I understand, as a person with a lot of hometown pride, the importance of the Hickory jersey to you. I get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and, you know, like...
0: It's a Hoosier... Do you need a bumper sticker that says, it's a Hoosier thing you wouldn't understand? (laughs) I bet those exist. I'm sure they do, but I'm... I don't know if I'd put it on my car. Come on, let the people know! Let Um, the people know! You could, it could be like, you know, um... Although I guess this this would probably happen to you fairly often given that given that you're living in Louisville right now. But yeah. uh it could be like, you know, when Larry David sees other people driving Priuses and he waves to them. Uh-huh. When you see other Indiana people, you could like wave. Could oh, give man. Them the wave. Well I'm all
1: about like
0: the Hoosiers salute. I encounter,
1: when I encounter other Hoosiers, I'm like embracing them. Actively <laughs> we got to. Actively
0: embrace them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are your people.
1: Yeah. Hey. You're my people.
0: My people. My people. Yeah. I think that, I mean, there were mixed results on Twitter about those. Some people were like, these look like garbage or whatever. But I think probably a lot of those people just don't understand the.
1: Yeah, no. Those people just do not get it. And that's fine. Just, you know, (laughs) it's not for them. Stuff. Yeah, so. have fun with Kobe re-signing to the Lakers. Ooh. Good job. Ooh.
0: <laughs> the e- the fish the fish in a barrel Kobe diss. Um yeah. Hey, he bleeds purple and gold, Kim. Don't question if
1: him. If he I I don't know, but he should go to a doctor. Just, sir, I think I think S- you have a problem. Sir, sir, your your blood is Purp and yellow. This is Perp. gross. This
0: is disgusting. Um,
1: <laughs> so
0: there was another thing that we talked about uh, since we're so into interactive features this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the concept of <laughs> as proposed to me by uh, loose friend of the pod, Michael, mm-hmm. having, having a call-in section of the show. Um, but the way Michael michael went about telling me was that the call-in mm-hmm. the call-in section would actually be us calling him uh-huh which to me is that's to your you when we talked about i this mean earlier, i don't
1: know like does he know that that's like the opposite of how a call-in show works i mean it's like it's like
0: reverse call-in yeah but i think we we've now decided that we want to possibly make that a feature on the show
1: <laughs> threat call
0: threat call, like threat guesting like we're not going to ask people up front if they want to be a guest on the show. We're just going to start calling them the day that we record and and then addressing them like a call-in guest. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we got Jeff from Chicago on the line. Jeff, what do you think about Derek Rose's terrifying face mask? Like <laughs> it, <laughs> It's like one of those things where you like Damn! S- Jeff being
1: like Jeff, being so polite, would be like, well. Yeah,
0: well, I would love to talk about this with you. Just, mm-hmm. like, seeing who's online on Skype when you're, like, doing, when we're, like, recording and then just mm-hmm. threat-calling people.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know, like... I don't know. I feel like you're your uh, proposed colleague of threat-dialing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, just... At least when I go on Skype, there's not a lot of people that I know on it.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I have the same thing. I'm actually looking at my contacts list right now, and no one else is
1: online besides us. Right, so it's just kind of like, okay, so are are we going to, like, warn people ahead of time that we may or may... It's like a Russian roulette if we <laughs> all on, call
0: them. Get on Skype between this time and this time. You may get threat, threat guested.
1: Yeah, Um, just like, so, like, so is it a real threat guest if you're warning people that they may
0: be threat guested? No, although it is kind of, I mean, I guess we should explain the, the, uh, origin of threat blank, which is threat dating, which is a concept that you and I...
1: Yeah, no, so the, the concept of threat, threat, uh, well, threat dating was when, uh... (laughs) I guess I kind of came up with it you did yeah and it was my thing where I was dating like multiple folks (laughs) yeah kind of but it was mostly like online dating stuff and it's just like okay well you you talk back and forth for however long and then you're just like hey I'm going to be at this coffee shop at this time on this day. Show up if you want to, show up if you don't. <laughs> well,
0: show up, <laughs> wait. Well, I guess that's where the threat element comes in. Show up if you want to, show up if you don't.
1: Yeah, it was just mostly like telling them a date, a time, a place. And then be, and like, be if there. You, you, you're there or you're not there. If you're not there, who gives a fuck? Pardon my French. Be there. Be there. If you're not there, then guess this ship sailed. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I
0: mean, you know, threat guesting conceptually could work if if Skype was the type of service that people Mm -hmm. just, like, kept on all the time. But. It's not. Yeah, now we're actually revealing all our secrets about how we record Basketball Party, but teeth gritting emoji whoops whoops oh no oh no um yeah um what else did we have to talk about this week i feel like we hit all our key points that we we wanted to discuss yeah no i feel like we did too oh i know what i forgot about my delante west update for everybody oh d west update Hit me. So I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. He has returned to Twitter. This has uh. gotta this has gotta be like his eighth Twitter account. I think they just keep getting suspended. I don't know. Um
1: Or he just like keeps getting weirded out and deletes them. Yeah, one of two, I guess. Um he's back he's back on Twitter mm-hmm. as
0: D lucky lefty west. Mm-hmm. Um and he, uh, in the past few days, has been asking trivia questions and then giving away uh, some of his sneaker collection. Oh, yeah. Um, so like he's been—I think he's done two so far. Hmm. Um, yeah. It's it's very strange. Um, and uh, before that was like he hasn't been back that that long because there's only sixty seven tweets on this account, so let's uh-huh. see, let's see when they started. well, he's had this account since June, apparently, but mm-hmm. uh um, just getting hot now, well, he's back and kind of um let's see, he is so he has confirmed that he's attempting an NBA comeback. That was October 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess he's playing with the Texas legends. Okay. Um,
1: is that the D league team?
0: Yeah, that's the D league team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, although I don't really, I can't see if this actually took place. I'm actually going to have to do a little more research, but, um, he's he's giving away shoes but then he also is like going on this weird tirade about like single single moms oh yeah yeah i uh, this okay (laughs) i mean you know Mm -hmm. it's i still you know still a fan Mm-hmm. still a lot of fond memories but mm-hmm. weirded out kind of at the same time yeah i you know mm-hmm. you sound you, you sound like when a guy is just doesn't want to listen to you talk anymore
1: <laughs> no it's uh-huh. just like it's, uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay. no no I'm listening to you. I'm listening. I'm paying I'm attention. I'm listening. I'm here for you. Um, no, I, I just, um, without knowing the entire story because I haven't read the tweets and I, <laughs> Delante has his uh, issues and his picadillos and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh.
0: Well, he's not on the roster for the twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen Texas Legends,
1: so Okay. So is, is I wonder if that means he's trying out or like whatever, but Unknown. like you know, that's that's rough. That's it's rough. I don't know. It's rough. And and then just hearing like what I don't know, you said him saying things about the the single mom stuff, like I don't yeah. know, like, then I'm wondering, like, is he still with the mom of his kid? I think
0: so. I get the impression that yes, mm-hmm. but I I think I, I'm going to say this, and I really, like, for the most part, enjoy mm-hmm. athletes on Twitter, mm-hmm. but I think some people should just stay off. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. I... For their own good? Yeah. I just think that you know, it doesn't help some folks. It's not, yeah, it's not for everybody.
1: Um, it's barely for me.
0: Yeah, it's it's not really for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not for a lot of people, to be honest. Yeah, it's. Did you know that Nick Van Exel is the head coach of the Texas Legends?
1: Oh. It's a
0: fun, fun fact. fact. Fun fact for you to go with fun your fact, friends to go with your Derek Rose Westbrook stat. Mhm. But yeah, I I don't know. We might be entering into in the same way that I was like very fascinated with Ron Artest for a long time, the waning of me being interested. Which is sad.
1: I mean, you know, it's how it happens sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Such a sad note. I don't
0: want to end on that note. Okay. i um, to end on something jazzy, fun.
1: Uh, well, I mean, we could always just edit it. No. <laughs> this is a free-flowing conversation, Kim. Oh, I yeah, I forgot. It's a free-flowing <laughs> conversation that sometimes touches on mature subjects. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Don't forget the M.O. here. Jeez. I know.
0: Jeez Louise. But.
1: um, Okay. Here. How about this? Since we'll bring some it. Positive surf-
0: vibes. Yeah.
1: Uh, So what's your favorite uh, Great Lakes Christmas Ale memory? <laughs> isn't that question like kind of based on what we
0: said about Christmas Ale? Isn't that question like kind of not answerable?
1: Yes and no.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite Christmas ale memory of a beer <laughs> that basically causes blackouts?
1: I mean, here I'll start with mine. Yeah, I was like, I need a, I need a leader on this. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll start. So, okay. no, um, I found out that, um, and this was when I was still living in Michigan. Uh, but the bar that was a short walk from my apartment at the time, uh, they actually had Christmas ale, uh, Great Lakes Christmas ale on tap. hmm And when I found out, I was so excited. hmm Like, the most excited. Mm-hmm. Um, to remember nothing. Yes. Basically, to remember nothing. But it was just, you know, I drank a bunch of Christmas ale. Mm-hmm. Ordered food, probably went back to my apartment. But, like, and then I became known as the Christmas ale girl at that bar. Wow. Just because I was such a proponent of just going hard on the Christmas ale. Yeah, just like I love Christmas ale. Um, and, you know, it's one of my things about missing uh, Michigan this time of year. Like, if it, if Christmas Ale is out already, mm-hmm. then would it be at Sidetrack? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean. Shout out lo- to Sidetrack. Shout out. Yes. S- shout out to Sidetrack in Ypsilanti, Michigan. What a place. What a burger. Wow. Shout out. Major shout-out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm known as Christmas Ale Girl there, so... Do you think you still are? It's been several years. It's been several years now, but, I mean, I don't know. If I met with the right bartender, I bet I would be. Hmm. Memorable. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't think I have a very particular Christmas Ale memory. Like, nothing. <laughs> nothing really... I think what I miss—this isn't really a memory. This is kind of a thing that I miss—is that when Christmas ale was harder to get mm-hmm. and more of an event. Mm-hmm. When I'm hearing that it is November eighth mm-hmm. and people are already blackout drunk on mm-hmm. Christmas ale, I—it's kind of like the McDonald's selling breakfast all day now. <laughs> It's like, how is this a premium?
1: It's like, you don't have to work for it anymore. It's just, like, there. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, no, I, I understand that. That's, that's something that I can relate to.
0: Yeah. So, I look forward to going home and having one. Believe mm-hmm. me. Um, but, yeah, I feel... Maybe like
1: I'll see you there.
0: Maybe. But I feel like it's... Now that it's so... You know, now that it's, like, already out... And it's not even Thanksgiving. It loses its, some of its luster for me. Yeah. And I feel I also kind of feel like in Cleveland specifically, Christmas ale used to be the only Christmas ale. It was. Yeah. The, it's the OG of Cleveland area brewery Christmas ales. Now you got competitors and so many other kinds and mm-hmm. you know things have changed. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries isn't even on anymore. (laughs) It's not even on anymore. (laughs) Who's solving our mysteries? Who is solving mysteries now? I don't know. So, I wonder if they... I don't think they sell Christmas Ale at the queue.
1: I can't imagine. Oh, no. (laughs) That that seems like a disaster. That like a poor choice. That
0: seems like a total disaster. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: yeah. You know. Um... We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's all Who you can say? do. It's all you can yeah. do. Um, yeah. You got anything else? Any other... Any other no. moments? N- no, really? I feel like I'm good. Week two, really. Week two.
1: Strong showing. Strong showing from the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. There, maybe maybe they will have, like, the perfect season. 80, 82 and zero. We'll see. I mean,
0: my Steph Curry fatigue will be. I'll have to be. Yeah, you're going to
1: hospitalized. Have to, I, I feel like you already need to figure out some kind of uh, coping mechanism for Steph Curry fatigue because I mean, it's two weeks in; it's only going to get worse.
0: I know. I turned on Clips Warriors the other night, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I can do this. I don't think I can do this. And then I saw Chris Paul's sad face, and I was like, no. Yeah, those sad eyes. Oh, the most beautiful eyes in the NBA. Um, yeah, I got to figure something out. I don't know. Maybe I need the face scrambler on Steph Curry, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can watch all the plays, and, like, I'm fine with it. But, you know, I don't have to see that weird
1: mustache.
0: So, yeah. Who can get me the face scrambler? That's my yeah. call.
1: Someone we know must be able to have this power. Yeah.
0: Who can face scramble for me? So. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, put the call out to our listening audience for the face scrambler. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I guess I'll uh, talk to you next week for a basketball party.
1: Yeah. Sounds good. I'll talk to you then. All right. Bye, dude. Bye. Let's check out the highlights, Steven Jackson's to David, Reggie Miller's
0: looking good, he shoots the three, and it's good,
1: and later, he gets the rebound,
0: passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. dynamite.
1: Boom goes the dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite.